Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. Welcome back to the Heavyweights Podcast. We are officially one week through the twenty twenty NFL season. Mm-hmm. Not that exciting of a match. Many matchups this week. A lot of games were either blowouts or just, you know, not. I wouldn't say low scoring, just not that entertaining to watch. I, I think we do miss preseason in that sense. Defenses weren't as head of the game as I thought they would be. You could see the teams that had already had a season under the same offensive coordinator, or, you know. Yeah, they were, flourished. They flourished sure. in that situation. Yeah, you know, the Texans and Chiefs started us off last Thursday night. The Chiefs don't even look like they're at full capacity running full speed on offense. They look like they were in cruise control the entire time. So we'll start it off with there. You know, we're going to just do a quick week one recap. We watched the Chiefs just dominate. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, you know, probably the best rookie out of week one out of any yeah, anybody. He's leading the NFL in uh, rushing right now with just 138 yards. But he looks smooth in that perfect run zone scheme fit in Andy Reid's offense that LaShawn McCoy used to dominate in. I know you want to keep saying, you know, the Westbrook resemblance, but you have the shady resemblance, too, and the way he's able to make people miss in the red zone. That's a way better comparison than Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook was great. He was good for his own right. But, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming, to be honest. I mean, I don't think either one of us seen this good of a start for him. Let's hope he can still, you know, keep getting these touches down the line. Or maybe we're just going to find out the Texans are really bad at stopping the run. Yeah, it definitely looked like it was sh- like old Shady running out there. But the good congrats to the rookie and just having a great debut in this matchup. Yeah, I mean we'll, we'll move in then. Let's get into the Sunday games. Fuck. Let's go to the first the first <laughs> one o'clock game. Probably the, the the biggest surprise to anybody. Jacksonville at home against the Colts comes away with the win. They're almost outgained by. Two in total yards. Phillip Rivers, you know, throws for over 360 yards, almost 78% completion. Yeah. They have <laughs> two turnovers, one on downs and one intercept. Two turnovers on downs. Three. Three. Uh, no, three turnovers total. Yeah, I was talking about in the red zone. Oh, with sorry. No, my bad. 27 to 20. Colts never punted and lost this fucking game. Yeah. That, that, lost in that fucking game. I don't know, man, but I mean. Jesus Christ, Philip Rivers made some poor decisions down the stretch. In my opinion. I don't think you can blame this whole thing on I'm not blaming it on him. I'm just saying. This is mostly. Defense looks shaky. Matt Everflus, I don't know what he's doing in Indianapolis, but that zone soft coverage constantly gets gashed. You saw it right. last year. You turn around and you let Drew Brees go, I think, 29 of 30. That's fine. Yeah. I, I can understand that. One, because it's Drew Brees. Two, he had Michael Thomas. But you turn around and you do that with DJ Shark and fucking Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew looked like he's an all-pro. You know, I mean, and, I mean, kudos to Minshew. He went out there and fucking tore it up. Andy Minshew's going to be in this league for a while. Right. I'm not saying a starter, but he's going to be in this league for 10-plus years as a career backup minimum. Right. He's going to have a say in his... But this know. whole tank for Lawrence thing got off to a hiccup just from the fact that the Colts basically shit the bed down there. I said to Joey... I, I was texting him. He's do. He's the guy that does our bets for, or one of the guys that does our bets for us. And I texted him. I said, "Hey, at least your bet's still probably good because the Colts only play him twice." So, you know, the Jack, kudos to the Jaguars for coming out. Colts have now lost eight straight uh, home openers. They haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. They're gonna have to wait until next year. Just a, a big disappointment all around. 
was so much hype going into the Colts. A lot of teams had them going 10 to 12 wins, or a lot of people did. Yeah, I'm not going to tank the whole season on this one loss, but it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's, the biggest thing is don't overreact to week one. That's why we're not going to spend so much time on each right. game. Later on in the season, we'll break down more of the more important games. So let's just move on. One, out, one last thing for me. Oh, Sorry. No. Just the only thing I got to say is what the fuck we preach all year, all all season, run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. Run the damn ball more. I, I, they couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah, I guess, Jacksonville couldn't control both sides of the line. Miles Jack was everywhere. Jesus. And Quentin Nelson didn't have a good too. game. Glasgow didn't have a good game. Brian right. Smith didn't have a good game. They could do screens well, but they could not get a push. And if you want to play in that, on fourth and one, you shouldn't be running the ball with Naeem Hines. No, and he had Hines a good game is, too. But Hines no, had yeah. a great game, but you have Jonathan Taylor yeah. at that point, and Mac hadn't gone down yet. Yeah, he was still in the game. You go with one of those backs, especially Jonathan Taylor, who right. the biggest thing from that rookie was him in open space. He's hard to touch. Right. And I mean, my thing with that that fourth and one going for it right there, I, I take those points. I'm on the road. It's a young season. No, I have no I'm no just, problem right there. I, I'm just with Frank just Wright going for it right there. You know, they they went for it on fourth down later in the game on a fourth and one. And I was and fine they did with the that. play fake. Um and you, you had a tight end wide open down the field. I have no problem with that. Frank Reich's always going to do that. You saw that blow up in his face a few years ago against Houston. Uh, you know, at home against Houston, they ended up losing that game in overtime. But we'll move on. Let's go to the West Coast because Russell Wilson came out firing on all goddamn cylinders. 88% completion, four touchdowns, over 350 yards again. Matt Ryan looked okay at times, Julio Jones. But Jamal Adams was that difference on this defense to at least get some stops here because he was yeah. all over the field once again. Yeah, I mean, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan did what they do, but at the end of the day, this was all about Russell Wilson, and he's looking like an early favorite for MVP, like you predicted, Reeves. Did you take him? No, he took Rodgers. I took Rodgers. I, I took I took, Wilson. I took Wilson. Sorry. Sorry, Nick took Wilson. Yeah, Rodgers is up there, but we'll get to him later. We'll get to yeah. him later, but, you know, Ryan looked good, you know, later on. Gurley actually looked good early. Yeah. You know, I think they'll be able to limit that. They're going to... They're going to slowly ease him in. But Seattle has some serious weapons with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf now. Yeah, it looks like Metcalf took an extra step Josh Gordon, give him a couple more weeks, and that's just another playmaker they can have on the outside. And with San Francisco possibly taking a step back, too, they might, you know, put the the foot down. All right, let's get on something else. (laughs) Another year. The Jets still fucking Pass suck. It, move on to the God. The Buffalo Bills just dominate almost the entire game. They made it look easy. I know it wasn't an entertaining game to watch. Josh Allen had uh, two touchdowns, um, three total touchdowns, two through the air, one on one on the ground. Thank you to the Jets for making that late touchdown for my sake. Yeah. Otherwise, this game was this game was never close. It was twenty-one to three at halftime. I think it was fourteen nothing at the end of the first quarter. Allen improved his completion percentage. Stephon Diggs will be a favorite target of him. I, I don't think they could have ran the ball as well as they would have liked in this game. Yeah. But if we're anywhere here, if this if this is the Sam Darnold, the Jets have now entered the conversation for Trevor Lawrence. Thank God. Fuck it. Let's ride it. I just wish I could play a clip from just a couple months ago. Yeah, that, I mean, we could, but let's just. Hold on. Yeah. Every Go Jets ahead. fan, my. Stop pounding player. your desk. I'm pissed off. I'm. As in every Jet fan, you should be used to disappointments. I don't know why this surprises you each year. We, I saw a funny meme that my probably future brother-in-law shared as Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix as a, looks in the mirror as a clown crying. Did every you mean, fucking. Did you season. mean Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin. He's not good. Joaquin. He's not good. Yeah. <laughs> right, <everyone laughs> anyway, besides the point, it's absolutely fucking true. 
Each year, we get on the high train, and you're right about their fucking offensive line. I'm just saying, I'm not even worried about that offensive line. You didn't go out and get him what he needed to be. And offensive line is a big part of it. But you didn't go out and get him what he needs to be successful. So they still, even if he plays shitty this whole year, you really don't know. Like, I mean, I know good quarterbacks. He does weapons. Right, bring. Yeah, yeah the top three out. pick. You're, you're, you're yeah. going yeah. with Trevor Lawrence, and maybe you get like a fourth or fifth rounder out of Darnold. But at this right. point... He's any of that that promise you saw halfway through his rookie year and a little bit into his second year it has been gone. It's one game. I wouldn't fucking overblow it, but this it's is another still, game. Yeah, it's still top. yeah. Because we'll move into the next one. You know, the Detroit Lions kind of blow it late. They lose to the Chicago Bears 27-23. Before you even start pumping your hands, <laughs> for ninety percent of this game, Mitchell Trubisky looked like trash. He was trash. This heat, I still believe he is because this Detroit Lions secondary was banged up. And garbage. I'll give you that. And they still should have lost the game because DeAndre Swift, the rookie, drops a wide open touchdown yeah. at the end of the game. He saw blue or something in the end zone and got scared. I don't know what the fuck happened there. The Bears have an issue with stopping the run with Goldman out. That was very clear. Adrian Peterson can probably run the ball till he's 42. We think Frank Gore is going to go forever. <laughs> Peterson comes over a week before the season starts, 14 carries, 93 yards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's just doing this shit over and over and, you know, Detroit wasn't at full capacity. You know, Akuda, the, the third overall pick, was out. Um, Kenny Galladay was out. Hey, factor. Trubisky's still not going to be the answer. They're going to have a bigger test when they play. Uh, Green, Green Bay. Uh, oh, you're talking uh, about the Bears. Sorry. The Bears play the Giants. The Lions, Lions play Green Bay. Green yeah. Bay. So, I, the Bears could go 2-0, but it's still. Should go 2-0. Mm. Giants fucking suck. But, but we'll move on. Right. We'll, we'll move on. All right, so. Another game, one of our games that we actually predicted on, we all took the Packers here. The Vikings at home, Kirk Cousins cannot win in this division. No. And if they want to get better, that's how they do it. Now watch, I wouldn't be surprised if they come to Indianapolis this week and just beat the living shit out of the Colts. Right. And then go back and say they played the Bears in week three, which I don't think they do, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have one good week. And they're going to be up and down because that's Kirk Cousins. Right. He's going to give you five or six good weeks, disappear for a couple, but it's always when it counts. And Aaron Rodgers lit this team up. But the, if you're a Packers fan right now and you're happy about this, you've got to be terrified because that defense also cannot stop the run. Right. It was the it, it was, was the same shit you saw in the NFC Championship. Yeah, game. Absolutely. It was just the Aaron Rodgers. What did, what did we say show. with Rodgers getting another year under the floor system to be able to master a little more? And it wasn't just um, Devontae Adams. No, I mean, but I mean, Scantling looked good. Uh, Lazard, they, he caught a touchdown as well. Rodgers looked pissed off, and there's no one that does the whole pissed off vendetta thing better than Aaron Rodgers. Right. I just. Who also threw for four touchdowns, zero interception, a little over 75% completion. So him and Russell Wilson, probably the best two quarterback days of the week. By for far. sure. I've heard Hands that. down. All right. So let's move on. We got the Patriots, Cam Newton. Different quarterback Look nice. in this system. Josh McDaniels opens it up a little more. The Dolphins team is slowly getting better. They're not quite there. But McDaniels is going to keep developing this relationship with Cam Newton, and they're just going to get better, at least in my opinion, as this season goes along because he looked comfortable with them, and this defense is still elite. Fitzmagic would have been one of my picks to possibly lead the league in interceptions, but I believe that if they keep going at this rate, if they're, you know – if they're around two and six by midway through the season, we'll see two attacks. He doesn't make it past week yeah, eight this that's what year. I'm after what he looked. But watch. He's the type of person that also does three. He'll throw ter- for 400 yards next week. Yeah, for two straight weeks, he'll yeah. throw for 500 yards, five yeah. touchdowns, yeah. and then go back to, you know, he's 20 of 30 for 191 yards and three picks. 
Granted, it was the Patriots. They do have one of the better defenses in the league. Especially second days. But, you know, kudos to Cam Newton for getting back out there. You know, he rushed for two touchdowns. Only threw for about 151 yards. But still, he looked dynamic in that offense. And I'm interested to see how they run the ball going forward with that, you know, the two-headed motion. Well, I was watching that game at the airport at the bar. I kind of noticed Cam started getting it better when he started throwing Edelman a lot more. Yeah. Because Edelman was a ghost in the first half. Hey, he's... Edelman's probably he is the best receiver he's had that he's had to throw through two since Steve Smith. So I was gonna say, please don't forget about Steve Smith. <laughs> Nobody can forget about Steve Smith. Moment yard boy. All right, let's <laughs> go to the second, the second what the what the fuck moment of the hey, weekend. Yeah. The Eagles jump out on the Washington, Washington football yeah. team, seventeen to seven at halftime. Haskins apparently gives a halftime speech. Well, that defensive line, fourteen pressures on the quarterback, eight sacks, two forced fumbles. Just wreaking havoc, and the Eagles had no answer. Their offensive line, which was one of the best in the league three years ago when they won the Super Bowl, is gone. What what I watched, the highlights I watched, because I didn't get to watch the whole game, Carson Wentz just started trying to do too much. He started he, trying to win the whole game instead of just playing quarterback, getting the ball out of his hands quick, started holding on to the ball, and they started go, getting sacked a lot. And then that caught, like to me, that's what cost them the game. And then Carson Wentz has to play better if they're going to keep continue or try to – Get some wins here in this early season. Yeah. All right. They lead the division. The NFC East. Washington. <laughs> Washington football team is the sole leader of the NFC East. For now. I know, but I never thought that would happen. No, I mean, it's just one week. I, mean, I know, but Travis Wright's right so far. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Sure. The Jacksonville Jaguars are also tied for first in the AFC yeah. South. All right. <laughs> also, let's, let's pump the fucking played. brakes. I'm just saying, it's, it's early. Speaking of early, Raiders, Panthers. Great game, Close game. I mean, it was it was a good. Josh Jacobs had three rushing Derek touchdowns. Derek out here throwing dimes. Right. Josh Jacobs threw Teddy a for three rushing touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater didn't have a bad game. He hit Rob, your boy Robbie Anderson on Fuck deep that. ball. I mean, <laughs> if he can just keep hitting him on deep balls, that's the only threat he's got really passing besides McCarthy. Yeah. The Panthers made that move in the fourth. You know, they they score fifteen in the fourth to make this a lot closer because the Raiders were in control of this game. They were pounding the ball with. Jacobs, Jacobs, I think led all running backs in Week One with twelve force misses. Yeah, so for sure, he is going to be their bell horse. But Derek Carr, I know he had that game winning drive, but the whole game he looks closer to what he was in twenty sixteen when they made the playoffs. Yeah. And if this is going forward, this is a playoff team. Yeah, very, very easily. I'm at eleven and five. We'll see where it goes. All righty. Well, I mean, that's a. That's still a stretch. Move to the biggest <laughs> blowout of the week. And, I mean, not a real surprise here, but the biggest blowout It should have been sure. closer yeah. because the Ravens got out so quick. They end up winning 38-6. to But if you watched any of that first quarter, Cleveland could run the ball. Oh, yeah. Their offensive line is improved. Just had to go away from it. But then they had to put the ball in the hands of Baker Mayfield. And then that defense just got after him and started, you know, he started making poor decisions. Cleveland's defense is garbage. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, for sure. He just gave up Joe Schobert for nothing. I mean, yeah, they, but they, they didn't Schobert was a, a major was a free agent. Yeah, yeah, he was a major liability in he, coverage. They knew yeah. that. That's why, you know, Greedy Williams goes down. They, they trade for Ronnie Harrison. You know, he's a liability in coverage. They've got a two-headed monster in Kareem Hunt and Chubb that looks like it's going to be dynamic this year. Right. But they can't throw anybody besides Jarvis Landry because Odell Beckham. is a basket case right now. He is one of the worst receivers in the league since he got traded to Cleveland. He can't catch anymore. 
he doesn't have an elite quarterback to throw to him. And he, he might go down as one of those receivers that is good, but not elite because he had to have great quarterback play. Right. It's already reports out that they might be shopping him. So I, I don't believe that, but. They're going to want a first-round pick, and this Odell Beckham Jr. is not getting higher than a third. And that's being nice because of his past. Yeah, I've seen a couple people saying that he was going to go to Green Bay, but I don't see it. I don't see Green Bay. Either way, Lamar Jackson, he's the real deal. 20-25, 275, three touchdowns. The Ravens and the Chiefs both looked like they were in cruise control. Patrick Queen, I don't know if you saw what he did on defense. Yeah, he tore it up. 12 tackles, a sack. Um just all over the field, that sideline-to-sideline range that we saw him have at LSU was on clear display against Cleveland. It was hard for – All right, sorry. Go ahead. Mark Andrews caught two touchdowns again. All he does is catch fucking touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins, all he does is run for touchdowns. Apparently now it's a rookie because he had two. Ingram. Right. Yeah. It was just an all-out fucking dominant performance by the – It's just classic. The Cleveland Browns get the number one overall pick and – Baker, I didn't think would be that bad. You know, way the way he played the second half of his rookie season, it's just, it's not looking good. Hey, man, they might be the best team in all, the whole AFC, so I'll give them, you know, I'll give them the benefit of doubt. It's week one. I'm not going to, you know, make too, you know, I'm not yeah. going to overreact. But when you lose by 32 in week one, <laughs> you know, people can start to raise questions. There's no, there's no problem with being like, what the fuck's going on? They were high on everyone's radar. I said they're still the shit stains of the league. Well, they might be. All right, let's move on to the number one overall pick. Joe Burrow made his debut against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Had this game won. A bullshit offensive pass interference call that wasn't there. Right. Yep. And then Randy Bullock misses a, a, a chip shot and to gets, tie it. And gets hurt somehow. He, he, no, let, let, let's, let's, let's pop the break. Let's he like laid down. <laughs> that was an excuse. He right. was not hurt. No, I'm just saying. He but, looks he, like. One of those dudes that lives at a frat house that's like still there drinking the next morning, <laughs> yeah. like, or when like you're running the no huddle and you don't have any timeouts left, and then somebody just, just magic like, balls on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the coach just looks up and says, "Say, it's your turn." Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, from the small little bits that I got to watch this game, bro, looks good. Yeah, he looks in control. He makes it look a little easy. He looked ahead of where I thought he would be personally. Mm-hmm. The exactly the Bengals' offensive line play still isn't. Great, it's yet. not there. Yet. They're not, prote- right. but they're probably still going to get a top five pick. They're probably going to get Penesul, the yeah. best prospect coming out this year. He's not even playing for Oregon. They're going to be set. The Chargers got a lot of questions too because if they're barely getting over the Bengals, they're going to have another top five pick. I mean, they don't look great to me. They'll be in the top ten for sure. <laughs> I'll put my eye right now. All right, but, let's go to the biggest primetime game probably on Sunday that everybody wanted to watch, and that was Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay uniform. His first drive looks great, marches him down, gets the rushing touchdown. Ends up throwing a pick six. He's one of three players since 2010 to throw a pick six in three straight games. I think he joins Josh Freeman and someone else really bad. Yeah. But that's probably the worst list you'll ever see Tom Brady on. <laughs> the Saints look at, looked in control. They were able to get after the Bucks. The Bucks had serious questions about their offensive line play last year. Tristan Wirfs looks okay, but the rest of the offensive line's a little shaky. But the Saints don't come away from this unscathed either because you watch, they struggle to protect Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. They struggle to run the ball up the middle. Kamara looked okay, but both teams have some major question points. But it was still an entertaining game. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty good game to watch. Uh, like you said, 
the Saints couldn't get it going up the middle, but Kamara did look good out on the edges. Um, Michael Thomas came away with an, a high ankle sprain. We'll see how that affects him moving forward. Um, but other than that, I just it was it was an alright game. I I predicted the Saints would win, but I was also wrong on this next game. So this is uh, the Cardinals and 49ers. Kyler Murray, baby, he fucking took over that second half, man. And well, you got a little can't, help from can't, somebody. Can't, can't go <laughs> yeah, actually can't go anywhere without over 200 yards passing behind DeAndre yards Hopkins. Yeah. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, son. Um, also, again, Jimmy Garoppolo, what the fuck are you doing? But uh, yeah, that's why they signed Mohamed Sanu today because Garoppolo has George Kittle, and he got hurt. Yeah, and he's questionable. But they have George Kittle, and that's it. Raheem Mozart had that seventy-five yard. And Debo Samuel might be out for an extended period of time for sure. The 49ers on defense, they're going to be fine. Right. They're going to be able. I mean, that is a very high explosive offense that Arizona is going to have. You saw DeAndre Hopkins has unlimited potential in that offense, and it opens it up for everyone except for Kenyon Drake. Right. He's okay, but he's not a top five back. Reeves. Give him time. Yeah, I, I never time. thought he was a top five back, but I didn't say I, 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 I didn't one, say your name after this. But he's going Trubisky. He's going to wait till the final. Don't ever. Don't Trubisky's ever, never been top five in anything besides the draft. He's talking about the last and they still screwed up. He's been top he's five been, in interceptions. But hey, man, top five. Shout out to the Cardinals. They proved me wrong. I mean, I did not have them beating San Francisco in any matchup this year, but. That's a good start for them. Well, let's go to the Sunday night game because I highly doubt anybody had the Rams beating the Cowboys. Nope. I, I preached the Rams all offseason. I said, do not sleep on Sean McVay. I said, this team will be able to grow a little more. They'll get away from the Todd Gurley running ground and pound that they wanted to do last year when they wanted to save his knees you know, and move it on. Goff looked fluid. Their defense God, looked a little better. Jalen Ramsey outside of – the greatest <laughs> acting job I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, let's 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 not forget that part. It, it, got sh- it should have been an overtime game for sure. Dak still looks good, but Vander Esch is gone for the season. Play play calling still question mark for Dallas. It's still not there. Um, I thought Mike McCarthy was gonna be you know calling the plays. It's still Kellen Moore, but it's still Kellen yeah. Moore. I know it's probably Mike McCarthy's offense, but it's still Kellen Moore, and it's still too many run the ball on first downs. Like, you got to fucking mix it up, man. That late. Uh, they wanted to establish Zeke. Early. I get I think it. They did a decent job. Zeke had a good game. Yeah, he did. He was he had 96 but, yards, but he still, they got to just mix it up better. That's all I'm saying. I still feel like the Rams haven't found their full potential of their offense yet because this game felt like the Rams should have won by three or four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Dak Prescott did play okay, <laughs> but with all the weapons around you, you got to find a way to score more than three points in seven. Where were they? You got was, to. I don't know. Lamb did look good. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. But Where the fuck was Amari Cooper? Well, I, he was getting guarded by fucking Jalen Ramsey. Mm. That's where he was at. Ramsey got burnt by Gallup. Yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, Dak Prescott, you want that big money? You got to score more than three fucking points in the second half. you on that one. Well, let's move on. Monday night. I love Monday <laughs> night just because of the doubleheader. Daily shit show. He played, he played okay. Yeah. No, he did. Didn't. He, no. Yeah. He played pretty good. I don't know what game you guys were fucking watching. That stupid ass pick that he just threw up. He threw two picks. He threw two picks. I knew. Well, okay. TJ Watman just snatched that. But his reaction to that was fucking awesome. And with what? Eight, nine minutes to go. The Steelers go up 26 to 10. The game's all but over at that point. You can take about those last 80 to 85 yards 
and that last garbage time touchdown away from Daniel Jones, which made him would have thrown for like 170 yards a touchdown and two picks. He did not have a good game, Reeves. Jameis Winston, Blake Bortles, really good when their teams are getting the shit kicked out of them and they're picking up that extra 150 yards at the end of the game because you're looking at a goddamn stat line. Kirk he played Cousins. a pretty good defense, he was. Though. I'm going to get the kid a bit of a doubt. It's only his what, second season. Can any yeah. quarterback have a bad game according to this dumb fuck? Yeah, Baker. I mean, it's only Baker Mayfield. He just hates him. But um, <laughs> Danny Dimes is who I thought he was. He's not good. And they're going to continue to lose. And they're going to probably have about three wins. So, uh, Washington football team is a little bit better than I expected. They're probably going to beat the Giants twice. Maybe the Giants have a cool thing up their sleeve. And maybe they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Maybe they're like, fuck the Jaguars. We got this. Watch this. We got next. But moving on to the last game of the week. End. Actually, yeah, the week. Uh, Titans, Broncos, in an ugly game. Personally, I, wa- I watched the entire game and tried to finish. It was very ugly. Uh, Steven Goskowski missed three field goals in a row. And also an extra threw point. an extra point in there. So, But then, don't worry. Because the Broncos head coach decided with about two minutes to go when... The Titans were driving to kick that go-ahead field goal that he's not going to use his fucking timeouts. He thought a professional kicker is going to miss five kicks in a row. (laughs) And you know what? Good for him for having those balls. (laughs) But let me tell you this. It would have had the ball with about a minute 30 to go if he uses two of those timeouts. He didn't use one. And they got the ball with 20 seconds left. What are good or three fucking timeouts when there's 20 seconds left? There was a lot of questionable uh, timeouts and just odd coaching decisions this weekend. The Broncos were in this game the entire time. Judy. Drew Locke looked pretty good, actually. He didn't look Jerry bad. Judy looked good at times. Had a couple lost, drops. Looked lost at times. And you got to think they were playing without their best receiver. Philip Lindsay's hurt now. You don't know his certainty for the next couple weeks. Footwork's there, though, with Jerry Judy. That yeah. shit was yeah. off the chain. He yeah. he juked a couple. I know we, we talked about it. Yeah. He was my number one receiver coming up because of his route running. Right. It's, I, I'm, it's, I'm it's with more you. polished than anyone else. I mean, we said time and time again he's the best route runner in this track, but he was fucking putting boys on ice. I early. think it's going to be interesting to see in about four years where this draft class is because none of them disappointed this weekend. Even Justin Jefferson in Minnesota had his moments. Right. Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool, I don't know if you saw the first Monday night game, had, had a fade just down the sideline 20 yards down the field and just made it a spectacular catch. Looks like he already has a good report with Ben Roethlisberger. Who's the Rams? Is it Vance Jefferson, right? The Rams yeah. rookie? He had a couple nice grabs against Florida. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, not a bad week one. We're going to get into some better matchups. It just, I don't know. It, I think we only got, both of us only got one pick wrong out of the five. All three of us, yeah. So we all went four and one. We'll get into that after the commercial break, but we're just going to jump into it. Players of the week, we'll do this every week. Yeah. Give me your offensive player of the week. I have to go with Aaron Rodgers. He was 32 of 44 for 364 yards and four touchdowns. Like you said, he played angry. He looked like the old fucking discount double check Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and... I hope that continues. I got Russell Wilson, 31-35, you know, um, 9.2 yards per attempt, a little over 320 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Just all over the field. It dominated that entire game. I went with Devontae Adams at 156 yards receiving and two touchdowns. 
I thought he looked good again. And he looked just, dominant, for mm-hmm. sure. Let's go. All right, so defensive player of the week. I'll start it off. I was thinking about doing the Washington football team's D-line. <laughs> like, all of them together, but I, I went away with it. I went with another Seattle player. Jamal Adams was that difference in that game. I think at least not in the game, in Seattle's side of the – on their defensive side, he was able – you know, to recap, he had two quarterback pressures, right. sack, and the 12 tackles. Yeah, so. no defensive player really had that crazy standout week that you were – No player had more than two sacks. No player had saying. more than one interception. And that's know. why I went with Ryan Kerrigan. He had two sacks. That's what Reeves he, did too, yeah. I believe, is what you were going to go with. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't even I have no problem with that. No one really, like you said, had that standout week. Defenses looked lost this week. Right. I, I honestly believe – if you look, this has got to be one of the highest scoring opening weekends in recent memory. But like you said, those offenses that had that continuity going into the season, they I mean, a lot they, of this, there wasn't that much turnover this past year, at least with head coaches. Right. I think we went into the year with what three new head coaches or four. I, I'm not really uh, sure, but it's it, it's all right. It's offenses looked way more ahead than we thought, and. Uh, the Colts' defense looked like shit. Well, that's uh, fine. But this one will be kind of obvious. Your rookie of the week, I think we're all going to be Offensive in rookie of the week? No, we're just doing one rookie oh, of the week. Oh, okay. Just, sorry. I did the same thing. So, it's, it's got to be the same person for all three of us right, for rookie of the week. It, it's Clyde okay. Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. Best week, so we'll move on. Shout out to defensive rookie of the week for me, C.J. Anderson. Yeah, I would have went with C.J. too. C.J. looked – or no, I probably would have went Patrick Queen. I just – I liked – C.J. looked yeah. – he was the best tackling corner in this class. We knew that he was better than Akuda in open space. And just time and time again, he – even Paris Campbell, who had a great – his best game of his career, couldn't right. juke him out or anybody. Like, he is – I mean, he had three one, pass deflections on top of that interception. Yeah. So, I mean – And he yeah, didn't just, just shadow anybody. He had to go against Michael Pittman Jr. So, he had that big body receiver he had to go against. He had to go against T.Y. Hilton, who's one of – the quietest guys in the league that's been the, one of the better receivers in the league for the last half decade. Colts didn't get the ball to him enough, personally. but Phillip Rivers, his arm velocity Dinkin doesn't up. look there. He doesn't know how to throw down the field. Right, he's digging the So we'll, we'll move on from that. The injury bug obviously sets in. So we've got some big ones coming up. Like we said, Vander Esch from Dallas is done for the season. Yeah. Blake Jarwin, He's only up for six to eight weeks. They're not sure if he's – He broke his collarbone, man. Yeah, they're he's, hoping. oh. oh. Blake Jarwin, fucking linebacker. Blake Jarwin, yeah. Cowboys tight end, out for the season. Big high hopes. Marlon Mack, hate to see this. Contract year going in. Was expected to, you know, come back from that 1,000-yard season and be even better this year. He ruptures his Achilles in the second quarter. He's done for the year. And you got some other big names. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's questionable for at least the next couple weeks. Yeah. Michael Thomas might miss several weeks. Devontae Parker for down in Miami will miss likely at least a week, if not more. George Kittle's a game time or a questionable all week. He might be missing time, even though he still played. They said, you know, the MRI MRI results came back. They don't look great. So yeah, majority of these guys were on my fantasy team. So yeah, uh, right. I, I apologize yeah. to them uh, for picking them because I think I jinxed them. Yeah, that's but. why I had Cortland Sutton, and I was it was already Monday. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else I could do. I thought about, which is what pissed me. I thought about picking up Corey Davis. Like this, this top five picks done. Yeah, shit. He catches seven. <laughs> I turned it off in the third quarter because of it, and I was like, Are you hundred right. yards or hundred one yards receiving? Yeah, on seven yeah. catches, touchdown. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, we'll Had go back to game. we'll go back to Reese's boy Trubisky. Allen Robinson's not happy with his contract extension. No, no talks have been done. Probably not happy with quarterback either. It came out earlier today. Tom Palacero and Adam Schefter said. They haven't confirmed it. His agent said they haven't requested a trade from Chicago, but uh, 
Trash Bisky's going to run out his best receiver. Out Welcome of to Indianapolis, Alan. No, yeah, I don't think that's gonna, if you would like to be shown around the city, let me know, man. Not going to happen. Let's just get into Reeves' dumb fact of the day. Okay, guys. It's everyone's least favorite neighbor. It's time for Josh Reeves' fun fact of the day. Dumb fact, fun fact. I think Nick said it right, but Reeves, we'll let you go, man. I know I, I know I let you guys down last week. Then again, it was just a last second thing. Was, Congratulations to you on getting engaged. Oh, thank also. you. So everything went good. But um, James Brooke, the former Pro Bowl uh, running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, is my fun fact of the day. He was arrested in 1999 for failure to pay child support, owing over $110,000. During the proceedings, it was revealed that Brooks was illiterate, despite having received a college degree. When asked by the judge how he graduated from Auburn, Brooks said, I didn't have to go to class. He served three months of a six-month sentence before being assigned to a work release program. God That's God. why I went back to the day. He, he, went, he went back to the well on this one. I'm happy. Why are you happy? That, I mean, that's pretty funny little spiel right there. I mean, I I it doesn't need to be on the show, but... Thank that God was for, a fun th- fact. Thank God for SEC football. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go to a commercial break. All right, thanks to Anchor. Say the same thing every week, but uh, I, I'm going to keep questioning this because usually we go into the breaks because we immediately start laughing. I just want to be with you one time to figure out where the hell you get this damn information from. Because I don't even know how you begin to search with what... Did you just type in illiterate NFL player and that's the first story that came up? I don't need no. to know these things. Uh, you know, some things in the world you just need to keep a mystery. All right, so we'll move into our next segment. Let's get. We're going to pick five games every week and we're going to keep our, our record. Let's get into the pick'ems of the week. Folks, it's time for the pick'ems of the week. 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 Does anybody know what fucking week it is? What week is it, Urban? Week two, baby. All right, so we'll start off with the first game: the Ravens visiting the Texans. I got the Ravens. Ravens by seventeen. All right, I mean, you know, we're not doing points. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know the Ravens are going to shit on the Texans. I, I I just I can't find myself to take the Texans. I got them. I got them finishing the it season strong. Sucks to be the Texans. I got them finishing. The I had them starting strong. off, I think one and three, but still getting to ten wins. Right. Yeah, the Colts really fucked me. So, um, let's... I'll I'll take the Ravens, too, here. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans win just because Deshaun Watson. The Ravens just... Their offense is in in too much... Too too much for the Texans to handle. And, you know, they're all on the same page. The Texans, I think Deshaun Watson's still getting used to all these new weapons. Right. The good thing for him is Will Fuller did look good, and so did David Johnson. Yeah, yeah, David Johnson looked real good, actually. Yeah, so let's move on to the next game. We'll do we'll do the New England Patriots headed up to take on it's at Seattle. Or no, it's at New England, isn't it? Yeah, it's at New England. It's at New England. It's Ooh, Sunday night football. That is, it's going. Is it's, scary. It's, this might be the game of the week. Because, that's a scary matchup. You no, know, it's at Seattle. Okay, well, Seattle's uh, only favored by half a point. It's yeah, three point five. But. At Seattle, you yeah. know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take Seattle. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. If it Seattle. wasn't at Seattle, I would probably it'd be a coin flip. No, I know, and that's what's tough for me Seattle, here. Right. Cam Newton plays well in Seattle, though. He, he's led a few teams up there and beat them before. And Bill Belichick's pretty damn good on primetime right. yeah, football. Yeah, don't forget he's fucking the man. I'm going to take Seattle just because they're at home here, too. I, I really would like to 
If it wasn't Russell Wilson, you know, nah. the way he played week one, if he, if I, I know he's not going to repeat that, but he's going to have a good game. All right, so the next game I took up, it's because both these teams are 0-1, so one team is going to have to climb out of a major hole to get back into the playoffs. Race. Yeah. Yeah, the Colts haven't been in two years, but it's the Colts at home against the Vikings. The Colts are basically – Vegas has this at three for the – minus three for the Colts, so it's basically Vegas is saying it's a it's a goddamn coin flip. These teams are tied. Yeah. <sighs> It's tough, but statistically, if you start off 0-2 in the NFL, you go down to, I think, like less than 20% odds of making the playoffs. So. Right. It's a 1 p.m. game, so uh, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins, Vikings. Uh, if it if it was a 8-30 game, uh, you know, prime time, <laughs> I'd take the Colts. And maybe Phillip likes to throw it to the other team, Rivers. But I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I don't know why. Actually, I know why. Because Dalvin Cook's going to run the fucking ball all over the Colts. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. I think Dalvin <laughs> Cook's going to just tear him on up. I can see Jonathan Taylor having a big breakout game too. But I've got the Vikings in the close one. Vikings still can't stop the pass. True. Neither can the Colts. Neither can the Colts. I'm hoping DeForest Buckner shows up. Right. Yeah. Better, I, I, I'm better going... than that $20 million, man. <laughs> It's just one week, so I'm yeah, going I'm, I'm to yeah. take the Colts at home here. If they can control the line of scrimmage like they should be able to against a depleted Minnesota team, I'm, because the way the Colts played last week just completely shit the bed, I'm going to take Indianapolis it's here. It's going to be a good football game, though. Col- Colts got to show me who they really are, because once you lose to Jacksonville, I kind of have a lot of questions. <laughs> so, that's just I me. I think the whole league does. That's just me. All right, let's uh, go to Monday Night Football. You got New Orleans headed out to Vegas. That new stadium in Vegas, baby. This is a tough one for me. It's a very tough game to pick. But I, I got the Saints fucking going 13-3, and I'm taking the Saints. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Without Michael Thomas, it's, it's game changer. I, is he out for sure? Yeah. He's but, out for several weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> Vegas here. <laughs> I can't rely on Emmanuel Sanders. I can. <laughs> I, I believe in you, Emmanuel. I mean, I have no problem with that, and I would. It's but even though there won't be... I don't think they're going to have fans. I haven't seen if Vegas is or not. Mm. Uh, it's their home opener. You usually want to give that nod. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> I, I, yeah, if I had known Mike Thompson's <laughs> yeah. playing, but yeah, uh, Thomas playing, be different. I, 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 <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Saints. I'm a, I'm a man of my convictions. So. You're a man of your convictions, so you're yeah. gonna take the Saints. Yep. Yeah. And then we got what's the last one? Eagles Rams. Um, Another tough matchup. Right. I mean, after what the Rams showed fuck, me against the fuck Cowboys. The Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. I'm going the Rams. I'm on that Rams fucking bandwagon now. I had them going 4-12. and 12. Fuck it. They're going 2-0. and 0. Okay. <laughs> See right. how fast he changes? Like, even though all offseason I told him exactly what the Rams were going to do. You don't lose to the do. goddamn Redskins. People do. Obviously. Uh, they do. Um, <laughs> bet. Real good defensive line, still with the Rams. I mean, still got Aaron Donald, the best defender in all football. Uh, he's probably going to have himself a day. Is It just all really depends on Carson Wentz, really, to me. Um, that's a hard one. I'll go with... Uh, fuck. I'll go with Philadelphia. You're going with the Eagles? Yep. All right, I'm taking the Rams. So... We're kind of all over the board this week, so... I mean, all... Yeah, I mean, 
We're all the same. We're all, we all have different you guys picks. both took the Raiders, right? No, I took I took Colts, Raiders, and Rams, and you took Vikings, Saints, and Eagles. Okay. And I took Vikings, Raiders, and Rams. Maybe they don't care about you, but <laughs> yeah, well, we're all tied, baby. I'm gonna go five and zero this week. Oh, I'm gonna throw a ten dollar bet on all these picks. Oh boy. I also picked the Jaguars to upset the Texans. I got Bengals over Browns. Pays eighty bucks if you bet twenty. So. Try that. If you, I'll lose your twenty well, bucks. So, Jaguars always beat the fucking Titans. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, let's get into our newest segment. Newest segment, Fantasy Frenzy. Shut up and sit down. It's time for the Fantasy Frenzy. All right. So normally we would have our betters in here, but Urban's a piece of shit, and we didn't Whoa. get everything lined up. Usually, I'm the piece of shit. I mean, you still are, but yeah, Urban's so, fine. I'm just, I just like fucking with. I just Urban. had to work late, and we didn't have time to get all of the guys. But take it off, Nick. All right, so I just Hold came it. up with the fantasy locks of the week that I think are going to be no brainers. It's kind of obvious. The first one, Aaron Rodgers, he's got to go against Detroit this week. They allowed after harassing Trubisky in that fourth quarter. Their true side come out. You don't know if a kid was playing week two. Their other starting corner likely out next week as well. They allowed 11 straight completions. They're giving up over nine yards per pass attempt, and now they've got Rodgers coming into town. So by far my lock of the week there. And then running back, just a little little different. I actually went with um, David Montgomery because the Giants look like they can't stop anybody from running the ball this year. They give up 130 yards to Sne- Blake Snell on the ground on yeah. Monday night. Good old Benny. They should be able to utilize Montgomery, who in the second half, they finally, it was like a miracle again. They, Matt Nagy finally figured out how to use a running back. Right. Because all last year, you couldn't use Cohen. You couldn't use Montgomery. It just, it, all that lackluster just disappeared. The offensive line's still not great, but good enough. And I think. Yeah, it looked improved. Yeah, they gave up, the Giants gave up uh, over 140 yards on the ground. They're giving up over uh, four and a half yards per carry. That's not great. They're. Their tackle percentage, I think, missed tackle rate is a little over 4%, which leads the NFL in defenses right now. So outside of their halfway decent pass rush, they're not going to be able to stop anything. So I think David Montgomery's in for a big day. I can't disagree. All right. Well, then that's it because you don't have the six-pack of the week, do you? Yeah, I don't have a six-pack this week. I had to work until like 7.30 at night, and that's it. So. so we are witty. Ready for Thursday Night Football with, for some reason, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. Enjoy your week. Enjoy week two of the NFL season, guys.